Parashat Vaishlah, very famous Parashat, showdown between Yaakov and Asav, and Yaakov Avinu prepares himself in three famous ways. He, he, he sends a gift, right? He makes a prayer and prepares for war. Three preparations which the Rabban discusses in length as a seed for generations to come to learn from Yaakov Avinu. But let's just talk about at least one of them. And it says like this, and then in his Kutras. Let the Bahia ask a question. It says, Yaakov tells Asav, it says messages to tell Asav, and I have ox, I have donkeys, so I have sheep. He's telling him what he had, what he got from Laban's house, and that he he kept his the resort. He sent messages to tell Asaf a few things before he met up with him. To try to calm down Asaf. Should be angry at him. Now the question is asked, why did he mention the son, sheep, the third? He says the most, the most money-making item of, of all those animals is not donkeys, it's not oxen, it's, it's the sheep. And they should mention sheep first, before the oxen and donkeys. A better he asked the question, 700 years ago. And he says, because he didn't want to awaken Isav's anger against him because he knows how did Yaakov, how did get Yaakov get the Benachot from Isav, from his father instead of Isav because he brought the sheep to his father to eat sheep so by, if he mentions the word sheep Isav might be reawakened all oh, but the Benachot that was stolen the blessings from me through the sheep that Yaakov brought to his father instead of Isav's food so the question is asked by Ben Bahia if that's the case so when he sent him the present he sent Isav a whole present of 580, 500, 580 animals. Big present. Expensive stuff. It says he said the first thing was goats, and goats is a type of sheep. Why there did he, was he afraid to send them first to sheep? He's going to run away, he's going to wake them right away. It says about Abahiyah, that's before the prayer, and here's after the prayer. Before the prayer, before he did the second step, which is called prayer, first he sent a gift, and then prayer, and then prepare for war. In the first step, which is, which is the present, which is, which is the... So, when talking to Isaf through the messengers, he mentioned the word son, number three, because he didn't pray yet. And before he prayed to be safe from Isaf, he was still afraid. I don't want to awaken his anger. But once Yaakov made his prayer to Hashem to be saved, he wasn't afraid anymore to mention the word sheep, and to set it first. And not only that, on the contrary, he says he, he purposely sent sheep first, as if to show him in a, in, a, in a hinting way, if you want to fight with me, you can't beat me. Because I got the blessings through the sheep. And in those blessings, my father said, I'm going to be above my younger brother, and you're going to serve me, so you can't beat me. So we see here, says Abidamid, we see here the power of prayer before and after. And it brings a story. He says a story here that the Hazon Ish, about 70 years ago, some rabbi, Rabbi Hamia Becker, his wife gave birth to a son. And right immediately after that, she, get, she, she get, fell into a life danger for herself. And the doctor said, the top doctor said, it's dangerous, life danger, she must have immediate surgery to save her life. But with that surgery, she will not be able to have children anymore. So he paid right away the money 
for the surgery, Ibn Hamya. And they prepared the doctors to make the surgery. But as a second change of mind, he says, let me go to Bnei Brak first to ask the Hazonish what to do. Those days would take a long time to get there and back, hours. But they agreed. He got to the Hazonish. When he got there, the rabbi was washing his hands, washing his hands to pray Ben Ha. is before you pray, he wasn't washing hands. So he, he asked his rabbi, I have a Kuhan Nefesh problem. He says, what's your question? He's on the question, and the, and the rabbi says to him, listen, it's Kuhan Nefesh. You must fulfill what the doctors say and do the surgery. But then he, the Hazun Esther, 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 the rabbi Nehem, he says, you pray Ben Ha already? He says, no, he says, so pray with us now. Pray Ben Ha now, pray with us now. He pray Ben Ha. After Ben Ha, the Hazonish, the Red Rabbi was leaving. He says, no, no, come in, come in. What was your question again? He told me the question. So he told him, he says, don't make the surgery. No surgery. He told him, go back to your house in peace, no surgery. So Rabbi said, Rabbi, he told me a few minutes ago, before Ben Ha, that it's fish. He says to him, that was before Ben Ha, but this is after Ben Ha. So he asked him, he said, what about the money I paid for the surgery, buddy? He says, if the doctors give back the money to you by themselves, take the money. Don't ask for the money. Well, he came back to the, to, to, he came back to the Bet Holim, to the hospital, and he told them, the doctors what the Hazori said. They got angry at him. They said, what are you, crazy? It's suicide. It's suicide. You have to, there's no other way out. He says, the rabbi said no surgery. I don't want to finish this. After a couple of days, the miracle was revealed that they found in her body a very bad infection, which would not be possible even to make a surgery at that time. It would cause the eye danger. Anyway, this woman lived many long years and had nine children after that. Nine healthy kids after that. And the money also, they gave back the money to the doctor. Which means to say, the one who said the story passed away. His children said in their father's name that he always said the story again and again to the Hazonish story. And he says, look and see, even by a great man like the Hazonish, what the difference was before Menha and after Menha. Even him. Because why? Because it was one prayer a person can change his position and situation from end to end in life. That's how important it is to understand what it means to feel that. What means a prayer? And he brings him to God, which, by the way, tonight is Rabbi Yudana sees your site. Tonight is the your site of the codifier, author of the Mishnayot. And he passed away on a Friday also. This is exactly your site, is this year. Tetvav is Kislev. The day he passed away was a Friday, and the rabbis were praying and crying for him. And they made a fast day. And they said, anybody who would say, that Rebbe passed away, we're going to stab him with a sword, we're going to kill him. The Gemara tells us that they said, anybody who's going to say that Rebbe had passed away, we're going to stab him. And it's a big question. What's the big sin of saying if he died that he's dead? If he passed away, they can say he passed away. As explains, Nishtam Kobetz, it explains that the rabbis knew the power of prayer is so powerful that he can even resurrect the dead. That even if he's passed away, he can come back to life. So they didn't want to tell the people that he passed away already. That they should continue praying. That he should stay alive. And the prayer will help to keep him in the world even if the Shema left already. He'll come back to life. 
But the rabbis, uh, what, what they're scared about, that if they're going to announce that he, it's already passed away, they'll stop praying. Or they won't pray with the fervor that they prayed before with. Therefore they said, that anybody's going to say he passed away, we're going to stab him to death. And therefore they'll continue praying as if he's alive to keep him alive. And the prayer will work to the point that he come back from the dead. Now we see from here that no prayer goes to come back empty-handed. And even if the prayer seems to be that it didn't work because he passed away, we're going to see. On Friday afternoon. However, it still changed things. How? Because the Gemara says there in the same Gemara, that the Yudana see every Friday night after he passed away would come to his house as if he was alive in a body. We can make him on the spot. And he would, beautiful clothing would come Shabbat. The same that he wore Shabbat here. And he would say Kiddush to his family on Friday night for a long time. It's happened. But we know people who passed away, they can't say Kiddush to anybody because they're dead. They're not having his vote anymore. But he's different. The question is, why was only he different? Why was Rudana C so different than all, all of the Tzadikim that they never came back like that to make Kiddush to their families? And also, why did it happen on Friday night, especially? Says the British High on the spot, when you're down. That Hashem does not take away the reward from anybody. And since all the rabbis in the generation, they cried, they prayed for him, they made fast day for him. With a whole bunch of people together, a whole tremendous amount of people praying, crying for him. And even though at the end of the day he was taken away, but Hashem did not take away that reward and he gave permission for his body to come back every Friday night. In order that the abundance that came in his merit when he was alive should continue when he passed away. When a study passes away, the abundance that comes in his merit stops. But when he's still in this world, it still comes down because of him. As if he's alive. So Rabbi Nassi got this zikhut because of a prayer to come back. And when he came back, they would again get blessed from Hashem through Rabbi Nassi's presence in the world for abundance for the whole week. But what Friday night for? Because on Friday night is a time when a person should know, opens the gates of all the abundance of the week. All the blessing in the whole week opens Friday night. People don't know that. We say, eh, hey, Shanghai means that. Why? Shanghai has 22 letters in the alphabet, isn't there? It has Sukim, it has 22 Sukim, and also an alphabet. Alphabet to tap. Because corresponding that is showing us that on Friday night it opens the 22 pipelines of abundance for a person for a night. And if you play your Shabbat right, it brings you Shefa and abundance the whole week and everything. And health and wealth and all goods. Friday night. And that's why Udanasi came down on a Friday night. But we see from here the power of the tefillah, how great tefillah is before and after. Before and after. And even Yaakov Abinu, before he made a prayer, he was afraid to awaken Esav, arouse his anger of Esav by sending the mentioning sheep first. Even though it's the most important thing, sheep. But once he prayed, he sent him sheep first as a gift. To show him, you think I'm afraid of you? I'm not afraid of you. I got the blessings through the sheep. And the blessing says, I'm, I'll be above you. I'm not afraid of you. you. To learn the power of prayer and learn the power of the, a, a person's time that he spends in prayer should be used wisely. And don't think it's not accepted. We don't know. We're not Hashem. We don't know why. Yes or no. But you do the praying. You do the part of praying. That's your Yishtad Lut. The same way our forefather prepared 
fist battle with ourselves with prayer, you prepare with prayer, always pray for things and never minimize that greatness of prayer. You never know what could be before prayer and after prayer. Maybe you don't see the change or you don't feel the change, but something's happening for sure. And the prayer does not go lost. Ever, ever, ever. 